So Dramatic would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land this podcast was recorded on, the Vidigal and Gadigal people. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So Dramatic Daily, your daily dose of the latest and most dramatic reality TV news. Welcome to So Dramatic Daily. I'm Megan Pastetto. Coming up today, Leah and Ash Milton's blockhouse has finally sold three months after being passed in at auction. Married at First Sight's Jack Dunkley's ex, Courtney, says that he got matching tattoos with his wife, Tori Adams, as another fuck you to her. And Ben Walters has shared his full list of things that he dislikes about his wife, Ellie Dix, and explains why he thought it was a good idea to write the list in the first place. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Leah and Ash Milton's blockhouse has finally sold three months after it was passed in on auction day. Nine confirmed today that house two sold for $3.125 million. Now, this means that the Queensland couple take home $155,000 in prize money, as well as the Ford Mustang they won during the final room reveal of the season. A nine spokesperson said, we can confirm that house two from the block 2023 in Hampton East has been sold to a family that is very excited to move into Leah and Ash's stunning home. Now, the sale lands Leah and Ash in third place for their season behind winners Steph and Gian and runners-up Eliza and Liberty. Taking to Instagram to share the exciting news, the couple said they're feeling forever grateful and proud, adding that it's been a tough few months as they've had a few close calls with the sale, but they are now feeling grateful and proud. Huge congratulations to Leah and Ash. Married at First Sight's Jack Dunkley's ex, Courtney, has claimed that he got matching tattoos with Tori Adams as another fuck you to her. In case you missed it, during Monday night's episode, Jack and Tori got matching ink despite having never slept together. The same night the episode aired, Courtney, aka Jack's secret girlfriend, posted an Instagram story in which she claimed the personal trainer was also meant to get couples tats with her. She wrote over a clip of herself drinking what appeared to be a glass of wine. Cheers to matching tattoos. We were also planning on getting them, so I guess that's another fuck you to me. God, this man is ruthless. Now, Courtney also commented underneath a MAFS post of Jack and Tori's trip to the tattoo parlor asking, is this a sick joke? He's got no soul, absolutely no soul. Now, Courtney has repeatedly shaded Jack on social media after he dumped her to appear on the show, despite lying and telling her that he was going on a work trip to America. So Dramatic can also reveal that Courtney will later be at the centre of a revenge porn scandal on the show, which resulted in her almost making an appearance at the reunion. I would suggest you guys start heating up the popcorn. Married at First Sight's Ben Walters has unpacked his list of cons about Ellie Dix, plus the surprise song that he wrote for her. So during last night's episode of The Marriage Experiment, Ben returned to the apartment to express his feelings through song after going MIA during the most recent commitment ceremony when Ellie wrote Leave. Now things quickly took a turn for the worse when Ellie alleged she sat through a two-hour lecture from Ben who read her a list of dislikes about her. While this was caught off camera, Ellie said that her TV hubby didn't like that she wears makeup and that she's from the Gold Coast, nor was he thrilled about her being sensitive and emotional. He also said there was a generation gap between the pair as Ellie is 32 and he is 39. Now, fans were quick to criticize Ben for nitpicking as a way to explain away his shitty behavior. However, Ben told So Dramatic that his list was misinterpreted by viewers. He said, it was interpreted like I was Ross off Friends doing a pros and cons list. And yep, that's totally what it looked like. He then clarified some of the points on his list 
list saying, in terms of makeup, I'm happy if she wears makeup. Totally up to her. I found it challenging if we would go to Woolies and it took 45 minutes to get ready. This wasn't a deal breaker, just something I held in to keep the peace. And when I mentioned it, given the situation, it blew up. Now, he also told So Dramatic that him and Ellie's biggest divider was their communication styles. He explained, I struggled as at times my language can be harsh or too direct. Ellie has a kind soul and I'm a bit rough around the edges. Good connection through good communication, especially trust, is my number one value. I never fully had that with Ellie. I wasn't being fully honest about my doubts or imperfections with Ellie. She's an amazing woman. At the end of the day, I just felt I was trying to put a square peg in a round hole. I bottled it in for as long as I could until it boiled over. Now, in an image of the list, which has been obtained by So Dramatic, Ben wrote his concerns under a banner which was titled, Why It's Not Working For Me. They read as follows, not matching her sensitivity. When communicating problems, it results in an emotional outburst. Problems, more Ben time, cooking, housework, balance the house, groceries, money, bedroom etiquette, waking up Ellie. I feel unwelcome in the bedroom, not wanting to debrief the day, vaping, spending hours doing makeup. The two last points were noted by Ben as manageable. Now, he also listed things that weren't working for Ellie. This included not debriefing the experiment, not wanting to hear it, not telling her my insecurities, feels she doesn't have a voice, I don't do well under pressure, me off camera versus on camera, not sharing my opinions in a group setting, I haven't called her out of her imperfections, and me not subscribing to drama. Now, the notebook also detailed what appeared to be a game plan for Ben's final days in the experiment, indicating that he is to write leave at the upcoming commitment ceremony. He wrote, you have three to five days left. Be kind, be in the moment, enjoy the experience. He also noted for himself to surrender and accept it's over. Have a laugh where possible. It costs zero dollars to be kind. Now, as for his much talked about apology song for his wife, Ben told us it was notes and thoughts which evolved into song lyrics. He explained, I use music as an outlet. Never in a million years would I have thought it would make the telly. I can barely play and can't sing to save my life, or in this case, can't sing to save my wife. In his lyrics, which he also shared in full with us, he detailed him and Ellie's above-mentioned concerns. They read, If there is a guy better suited for you, I will understand because I want you to be happy. It sounds like his wish is Ellie's command because her and her co-star Jonathan McCullen are now an item. So be careful what you wish for. Now, troublemaker Timothy Smith has also dropped a bombshell about Ben's song, claiming that his thoughts that evolved to lyrics were actually not his own thoughts. Appearing on The Pulse with Shawnee B and Emma G, he explained that him and Ben were at the pub one night when Ben revealed what he was planning to say to Ellie after their fight. He recalled, I said, look, if you say that, you'll get absolutely slaughtered. At this point, you just need to fall on your sword. I didn't realize he was going to turn my words into a song. And I guess not only be careful what you wish for, but be careful what you say to others. That is the latest from So Dramatic Daily. If you would like even more piping hot tea, head straight over to our website, sodramaticonline.com, or click the links in the show notes to find us on social media. I will see you guys back here, same time, same place, next episode. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. So Dramatic Daily. 